Today, we're talking all about repetition and how it can make you richer in your business. Let me just repeat myself. Today, we're talking about repetition and how it can make you richer in your business. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Hey, friends, and uh, welcome back to the Beauty Business Podcast. Uh, today we're talking about repetition, okay? And the reason we're talking about repetition is it's important to remember to repeat ourselves for a number of reasons. Now, if you think back to when you were learning your skills, the skills that you used to perform whatever treatments or services that you provide your clients, well, the chances are you didn't just do it once or read a book and you were immediately able to do what you do to the level that you do, the chances are you had to learn several times over, practice many more times, work on clients. And it was in that process of repetition or practice that honed your skills to wherever they are right now. Now that's when it comes to your learning, but the same principle applies when it comes to communicating with your clients to help them get the best result from whatever it is that you're helping them with, and also in your marketing as well, to help whatever message it is that you want them to understand, whatever you want them to learn about you, to really sink in. So there's a few frustrations that come up with this time and time again that I hear from beauty business owners that you may have not necessarily associated with this particular problem. And the first one comes in the form of kind of the marketing side of things. You know, you feel like you're always having to come up with new stuff to satisfy that hungry social media monster that always needs new stuff creating. And that can feel like a, a full-time job all on its own. Now, quick plug, we've got the social simplifier there to help you out, but you know, you're always having to come up with something new or it certainly feels that way. Um, and another frustration you get is even though you're kind of always feel like you're gently promoting in whatever it is you're doing, you often find that clients who may have been clients for a while don't always know what it is that you do. There's nothing more frustrating than speaking to a client and them asking you a question and you going, well, I actually offer that treatment or actually we've been doing that for a long time and them going, oh, I didn't realize. And then that kind of internal frustration that you have, the way you think, but I've told you so many times about this. On the other side of that, um, there's the information that you actually give to your existing clients when they come in for a treatment. You tell them, the aftercare, the follow-up, the things that they should be doing at home. And then they come in for the next appointment and they've clearly not been doing it or they've not been doing it right. And they've not understood the importance of those things that they need to do in between the treatments to actually get the maximum benefit from whatever it is that you help them with. And again, you kind of feel that feeling of, 
but I told you what to do. We sat down at the end of the treatment, or I spoke to you at reception, or I sent you an email, and I told you what you needed to do and why you needed to do it. How have you not done that? So these are the kind of the frustrations that we can have when it comes to communicating with our potential clients and our clients via marketing, and also helping our clients get the best results that we want them to have. Now, what you really want <laughs> is obviously you want your clients to come back in, obviously for the treatments that you're, you're looking after them with, but you also want them to come in and try new treatments as well. And that's why you do the marketing. That's why you tell them stuff. So when they tell you they don't know treatments that you offer, or they don't know that a treatment you offer can help with something else that they're looking for, that can be really, really frustrating. So you want them to come back in and try new treatments. You want them to understand all the things that you offer so that even if something that you do isn't right for them, they can refer you to their friends and help you get more clients. And this is the sort of stuff we do in our marketing and all that kind of thing. So again, when they don't do that, frustration sets in. And you want them to use the products that you recommend to them. First of all, you want them to buy the products you recommend because that will help them with whatever result they're wanting to get, the reason they came into you in the first place, because as I've said many, many times, your clients don't come to you for the treatments, they come to you for the result, the transformation, the benefit that they get on the other side of it. So those products that you're recommending to them that hopefully they've bought because they listen to your recommendations, you know, hopefully they then use them properly, actually use them uh, as you've directed and they get those better results. Now, when it comes to the mistakes that I see people make around repetition, it's the fact that people don't do it often enough. Okay. And if you think about this, if you're constantly coming up with new stuff to say, if you talk about something once in your marketing, and then you don't talk about it again, and you constantly talk about new things all the time, that's actually going to confuse your audience, your clients, your followers more than anything else. Because it's kind of like if you went to a, a party and there was sort of some friends, the circle of friends that you had, and there's sort of a friend of a friend that you see regularly as parties. And every time you see them, they've got a new job or they've got a new hobby or they're doing something new. That can get exhausting trying to keep up with what they're actually doing these days. And it's the same thing with your clients. If you're constantly talking about new stuff and different things, then they don't get to know what you're really about, what your key message is. So that's something to think about as well. And then if you're not doing that, you're not consistent. You're not becoming known for that one thing that you're truly passionate about. You know, you're spreading all these things too thin, both with your clients and your kind of after sales service care, and also in your marketing as well. And a lot of this comes down to the fact that we just don't repeat ourselves often enough. We don't want to appear bothersome. We don't want to annoy people. And there's a whole, whole host of reasons why repeating yourself is actually the most sensible thing that you can do which is what I'm going to come on to in a second. Now, as an aside here, there's a, a my children do an impression of me. And uh, one of the things they say, they do many, many impressions of me, but one of the things that they say regularly, if they want to impersonate me, is they kind of just put on a, a sarcastic voice and they just go, oh, how many times? Because clearly I've said to them a lot of times, how many times do I have to tell you to put your toys away? How many times do I have to tell you to brush your teeth? And the fact is, it's a real question because I have to tell them a lot before it sinks in and it becomes important. OK, and it's the same thing when we're dealing with our clients as well. So repetition is the key to understanding. This is how you learn your skills. This is how we learn everything. Think back to school. Think back to riding a bike. 
uh, think back to your exams for a second when you were at school or any exams you've done since. You learned, relearned, revised, practiced, did the movements, whatever it was you were learning. You did that time and time again. That repetition was the key to your understanding and getting better at whatever it was that you were doing. In fact, there's a great Zig Ziglar quote where he says, repetition is the mother of learning, the father of action, which makes it the architect of accomplishment. I think he was really on to something there. Now, repetition in itself will help you get better at anything, will help your message sink into the people that you're teaching it to, will help you learn a skill and internalize it and all these great things. But there's kind of a new version of repetition that's come out of a study from Harvard University, um, which I was reading about a couple of months ago, and it's called spaced repetition. And I got intrigued by this because the, the actual notion of us doing something several times or hearing a message certain time, several times will help it kind of sink in. But typically what we do uh, is we tend to revise or learn or practice things at the same times of day because it fits in with our schedule or we'll do it in the morning or we'll do it every other day or something like that. Whereas in fact, varying those times that we learn things or when we practice things or when we repeat things or when we hear things actually helps us learn better. So they basically did a test. Go and look this up if you want. But they basically did a test where they were they had some people learn, uh, I think it was a whole paragraph of a phrase um, off by heart, okay? Um, like learning a script for a play. And what they did was they had some people just repeat the learning every hour and then others every two hours and then others every half a day. But then they had another group who were learning it, first of all, at 10-minute intervals, and then at 20-minute intervals, and then back to five-minute intervals. And they kept breaking up and changing the that gap in between when they were learning. And what they found was the people who used this, what's called spaced repetition or varied spaced repetition, um, they actually learned it much more quickly and much more accurately than the people who were kind of just repeating it at the same intervals of time. So what has all this got to do with your business? Well, I think there are six key lessons we can take from this that you can apply to your business. And we'll go through those right now. So first of all, as we've said, repetition is essential to your understanding. I've said this before, and I will keep saying this until it sinks in. Repetition is the key to your understanding. Like I said, if you remember when you were learning your times tables, or riding a bike, you didn't just see them once or get on a bike once, and that was it, you could do it. It took time. And the more times you did it, the better you got. Number two, action rarely happens on the first encounter. Okay, I've already mentioned my kids. You'll probably know if you've got kids, if you tell them to pick up their toys, chances are they don't do it on the first one. If they're anything like mine, they don't do it on the first time you tell them. Probably have to tell them three, four, five, six, 12, 10, maybe 20 times before they actually get around to doing it. And another great analogy for this is, um, I try my very best when it comes to buying clothes to avoid buying clothes that need ironing. Not a big fan of ironing, I have to say. But occasionally there comes a time where I need to wear a shirt, okay? And I am the designated ironer in my family. So gradually things will build up in the ironing pile and I'll walk past it and I'll think, I should probably do some ironing and I'll ignore it. And then I'll come back again another time. I really should do some ironing. And it probably takes three or four times of walking past the ironing pile and thinking, I really should do some ironing before I break out the ironing board and things get a bit steamy. So. Action rarely happens on the first encounter. And if you think about this yourself, 
If you've ever seen any marketing applied at use, if you've seen an advert on Facebook, an advert on TV, or even a trailer for a film you want to watch or a restaurant you want to go to, the chances are you saw it the first time and you maybe thought, hmm, that's interesting. And you carried on with what you were doing. But then you saw it again and you thought, ah, I saw that last time. I really want to look into that a bit more. And then life got in the way and you carried on. And then you see it a third time and you went, ah, yes, actually, I want to know about that. I've got five minutes now. I'll quickly have a look into that right now, or I'll quickly watch the trailer, or I'll quickly look at the menu. But then maybe you schedule yourself a reminder to do something, but maybe life gets in the way and you do something else. Maybe it's the fourth time you see that advert or see something about that film or about that restaurant or about that thing you want to buy before you actually take action. Through no fault of yours, and not because the first three times you saw it, it didn't make any sense. It's just because we're all so busy. So that constant reminder actually bumps us into taking action. So often it takes several times of telling someone something, showing something, someone something, showing an advert to someone before they actually take action. Now, number three, uh, you can freshen up old content with a new angle. So instead of constantly having to come up with new stuff, for your social media or for your marketing or for your blog post or for your podcast or however you communicate with your clients, often you can take something that you've already done a bit of time ago, two, three months ago, and you can take that same topic and come at it from a different angle or just add to it, dust it off, update it, whatever you want. But it doesn't mean you have to start from scratch and create something entirely new because the benefit here is the more you talk about the same things, the more people associate that with you. So if you are, if your passion is facials, okay, and you constantly talk about facials and the benefits of facials and all the things around facials, people understand that that is your passion rather than you talking about different elements of what it is that you do. Make sense? Cool. And at number four, your stuff is always new to someone the first time they see it. Think about that. The way our marketing works these days, especially social media and blog posts and any way that you communicate with people, even if it's an advert that you put up outside of your uh, shop or your salon, the first time someone sees that is always the first time they've seen it. So you could keep putting new stuff up or even the same stuff up over and over again, and it will always be new to someone. Now, if you think about this, again, if you look at uh, an email you receive from maybe a company you follow or an influencer that you follow, or maybe it's an advert that you've seen a couple of times on your Facebook feed. When you see that, you don't get offended. You don't think, oh, I've seen that advert three times. That's very lazy. You think, oh, I've seen that. And maybe you move on. Or maybe it's one of those times that triggers you to take action. But you don't get offended by it. So if you're holding back from using the same stuff, from talking about the same topic, from posting the same thing exactly the same as it was that you used a few months ago, again, if it's still relevant, why? No one's going to get offended by it. And the chances are, given the algorithms that are used in social media these days, it's always going to be seen by a new portion of your audience every time you post it. And even if someone has seen it before, they're not going to write you a complaint letter saying, oh, that was very lazy of you posting the same thing again. They're just going to think, oh, that was a great post last time. Maybe I'll read it again. And at number five, people love familiarity. Like I said, talking about the same thing over and over again from a number of different angles, from a number of different arguments, in different ways, adding more to the last thing that you said, building on stuff, talking about the same thing builds familiarity. People get to know what you're about. If I go back to the analogy that I made of the person at the party, 
if you constantly meet that friend of a friend at various parties and they have the same interests and the same jobs, next time you see them, you can start that conversation much more easily because you can say, oh, last time I saw you just taken up cycling. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. I've actually just taken part in my first road race. Suddenly that connection is much stronger. Does that make sense? So if you constantly talk about the same thing or the same things on your social media, in your marketing to your clients, that message will start to sink in and that association in their brain will start to kick in for them. So that if they meet someone who asks a question of them that they can easily refer this person to you, that connection is easier and stronger to make because they know you're always talking about massage or they know you're always talking about uh, pedicures and things like that because that's the connection they've made in their brain. And this brings me on to point six, which is pillar content. Okay, you should have, rather than talking about anything that comes into mind, you should have four, five, or six pillars that you always talk about in your business. You talk about them from multiple different angles, but if you constantly talk about the same few things, that's what people get to associate with. They feel more of a connection with you. You'll have seen this yourself in the influencers that you follow. I guarantee if you follow any big influencer on Instagram or on Facebook, and you really think about it, they will always be talking about the same few things. Lots of them are actually really well known for this, okay? So your pillar content is really important. Come up with a few topics that you're passionate about. A couple of them can be personal, some of them can be work-related, but come up with those key kind of high-level topics that you are passionate about and you want to constantly be known for, and then talk about those. And always make sure that all of your posts in some way relate to those things so that people can relate to you much more easily. So as a bit of a refresher then, just to remind ourselves here, repeating yourself clarifies your message. It increases association. People get to know what you're talking about. That message will start to sink in, okay? People need to see your message multiple times. If you've got a promotion coming up and you're sending out emails, don't send one email and that's it. Send lots and lots of emails. Again, if you follow any kind of influencer or online marketer or anything like that, when they've got a promotion coming up, they'll send an email every single day in like the two, three week run up to it to make sure that message is sunk in for everyone. Because most people are busy. Most people might delete the first two or three. Okay, then they'll see the third one. They might get interested. Then the fourth one will come in. They'll go, oh, I want to know a bit more about this. Then the fifth one will come in and go, okay, I might register for this workshop or this whatever it is that's going on. So repeat yourself multiple times, okay? And finally, it's always fresh for someone. So even if that in repeating yourself, you use the same stuff over and over again, it's always gonna be fresh for someone. It's always gonna be new the first time someone new sees it. And that plays into the hands of the way our marketing works these days. So if you wanna take some actions on this, what you can do is you can define your pillar content, okay? What it is that you're always going to be talking about to your clients. What three, four, or five things are you always gonna be referring to? Okay, what could you be talking about every day? What would you talk about every day passionately without even having to think about it? That's gonna make your posts even easier to write. It's gonna make all of your messaging so much easier and quicker as well. And a great thing to do here is just what are you passionate about? Make two or three of them about your business, make a couple of them not directly related to your business to connect you with your clients. So if you're a passionate wild water swimmer, if you're a passionate cyclist, if you're a passionate skydiver, you know, make sure you're talking about those things because that will get your clients and your potential clients to know you even 
more. Then what you can do is you can create yourself a plan, okay? What do your clients need to hear more often? Okay, great place to start here is what frustrates you that they don't listen to you about now. Clearly, that's something they need to hear more often. So make sure you built that into your plan as well. And also, when you're going to post about this, using spaced repetition. So you're not just talking about it on the same day each week. So previously, advice has been out there to help you with kind of, especially in social media, posting. And you can have like, you know, promote yourself Thursday. Don't follow that advice. Mix up when you're promoting. Mix up when you're engaging. Mix up when you're entertaining your clients and inspiring them. That way, because you're talking about the same stuff, it will all kind of fall into place, but you're using that power of spaced repetition to help them learn and understand more quickly. And as much and as often as you can, remind people what you do. Just because you have followers on your Instagram or your Facebook or however people follow you, remind them what you do constantly. Don't assume that just because they're following you, they know all the treatments that you offer. They know the things you're passionate about. Literally reintroduce yourself on a regular basis to your entire audience, because I guarantee you, every time you do that, they will learn new stuff about you, even if you think you've told them about it 10, 15, 20 times before. So what can you do next? Well, if you follow this advice, you will become known for saying the same thing, which is a good thing, because that message will start to sink in. It will increase the association that people have with you. That's going to work for your clients. It will make you more referable. It will help them understand the other things that you can help them with. And it's also going to make potential clients associate you more as being an expert in what you do because you constantly talk about it. You're that passionate about it. Wouldn't you want to go to the person who's really passionate about the thing rather than the person who just talks about it occasionally? Okay. Save yourself hours of always creating new posts on different topics. Have your pillar content, have your posts that you talk about all the time. And don't be afraid to take the same post, dust it off, add it, add to it, change it just slightly and use it again, because it will always be new for someone. And finally, do more of what works. OK, if you've had a promotion, run a post, um, uh, created a blog, had an event, any of these kind of things and they've worked really, really well. Don't think you can only do them once. OK, think that worked brilliantly. I'm going to schedule that in again for two months for six months, for next year, whatever it is, however that best fits in. But don't take something that's already been successful and think, oh, that worked really well. Now I'll go off and create something entirely different. Use the same stuff again. Okay, I hope that's been really useful for you today. Don't forget, repeat yourself often and frequently and do not be afraid to repeat yourself time after time after time after again because it will increase your association. Ultimately, it will make you richer. Now, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't already, there should be a subscription button somewhere in there. And if you want the show notes for today's page, all you need to do is go to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com and all the show notes and links that I mentioned in today's episode will be there. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 